This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And it's Tuesday, right after episode four of Michelle's season. Uh, we'll get into what we thought of this episode. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's talk a little bit about what we did well, shoot, I mean, we did, uh, gosh, I guess technically our weekend started on Wednesday. Uh, we were out yeah, in Minneapolis. Yeah, a little earlier this week. Yeah, we yeah. too fucking early. Um, we were out in Minneapolis for Caitlin Bristow's first stop on her Bryden Dirty Tour. And woo, Holy okay, shit. Minneapolis, we see you. <laughs> we, Those just get wilder and wilder. I, KB is just such a boss. Like, Yeah, 100%. Holy shit. Like, Those people... Uh, 2000 just screaming women mm-hmm. normally i see that see that about like for you and like yeah. you guys but like it it hits a whole nother level with her like mm-hmm. oh my god she's a rock star yeah she's got a fan base one of the most loyal fan bases out there and one of the funnest like wildest fan bases out there she's built herself a platform and a, like i said a fan base that's just so much fun i owe a lot to the vinos i always say that because and then Caitlin actually brought it up. So unfortunately, I don't think I talked to Jay about this. I don't think those podcasts are going to be released just because like it's just too much going on. The audio's kind of messed up. We were playing games and it, oh, just, yeah. it wouldn't come across well. So I don't think she's going to release any. Um, but she mentioned on there that, you know, basically like I started my DJ career on her tour two years yeah. ago. So, so I remember I remember like Cleo circle. and I chatted a little bit about it, and I was like, you should just get Blake at like a Fisher Price DJ set. Yeah, back in the day. I know. I know. Man. So at least he could just plug his phone in, but he could look like he knows what he's doing. Even back then, I still, I mean, I wasn't, I was kind of DJing. I wasn't exactly like I just let's put it this way. The transitions were piss poor two years ago. Um, so it was cool for them to because Caitlin hasn't seen me since, neither has Cleo, neither has I mean any of those people seen me DJ since. So it was cool. Uh, I got to open the show, played a little bit of the intermission, and then I played uh, kind of the closing three songs to close. So it was cool. Like, it felt very full circle for everything. Uh, the crowd was going nuts. Uh, it was fun. It was very, we were yeah. pouring wine and mouths. We were, it was a good time. It was a good time. It always is. So shout out to yeah. all the vinos out there. And, 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 and it was I great guess, seeing you know Becca again. As you, oh, yeah. As you know, like, yeah. Becca I mean, we the... seem to be seeing her every weekend now. Um, yeah. I've seen her. Quite a bit, you're right. Yeah, we'll see her this weekend. I guess just two. Oh yeah, we'll see her again this weekend. Oh, yeah, shit. Be this, yeah, we'll get into Ben's wedding because yeah. that's going to be quite the reunion for. I, I got to give the I got to give the shout out to the the bearded fellow. I can't remember his name in the front row there, but like you know, Somebody he brought. I think he brought his girl to the show. <laughs> he was way more into the show than like most so of the many ladies. people actually i had a couple dms of people being like i know that guy and like saying his name like it was like nate maybe or i can't nate remember. adam something yeah like, something. <laughs> uh but yeah shout out he was fucking third front row i think maybe front or second third row 
Just he just living just, it, man. There's about four dudes there, and which you pretty living average, his I guess. best life. Yeah, it was fun. It was such a fun crowd, and I've never been to Minneapolis. Coming, we're coming back for sure. We're gonna do a show out there for sure because um, that crowd was so much on a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday, and that yeah. crowd was nuts. Um, yeah, so fun time, fun time. I flew from there um, down to Nashville, did a little uh, art gallery with uh, a friend of mine. Put her. I guess her art on in a gallery. I don't know how art, I'm no big art guy, but it was amazing. It was so much fun. It was a really cool art show. Uh, and then we just hung out. I saw Jason, got to hang with Jay. It's always good. Yeah, I saw that. We actually, yeah, we actually got some like alone time. Cause just, you know, usually it's like people. We, I know we went to like just a super <laughs> private like club where we just played golf. Sim- we just played on a golf simulator for like three hours and drink. So it was cool to catch up with him. We worked out together and just catch up because we never get to really talk, sit down and talk. So that was fun um yeah i got to uh i got to take in a couple shows and got got rowdy with another bachelor alumni so a lot of people i don't know realize that granger smith's brother had a short stint on the show as well tyler no he was two two or three weeks (laughs) yeah i I, i'm hyped wanted to go but i was so fucking exhausted i I ended up pushing my flight back and everything from nashville on saturday so i didn't get home until like six on saturday so i was exhausted couldn't make it uh but it looked like fun granger always throws a freaking oh man yeah that uh yeah that was wild yeah yeah Granger's a good two time. wild nights at the rose yeah i mean he, and the rose yeah exactly so and well dude i haven't been to the rose in a minute man I need to go yeah i felt that. like i was like so out of place i was like man i haven't been here probably like dude, for a show in a show in oh a over a year over a year yeah we've been there i think half. we went on like a random thursday night once yeah i mean i popped in here and there like yeah. two or three months ago but yeah nothing no been forever man so i need to get back out there fuck I, well we're not able to we're so fucking busy usually yeah. that we can't well so i'll be back cool out there in a couple of weeks uh day after thanksgiving matt stell has a show there he's playing oh, yeah black friday that'll be a that'll be a good show yeah be fun. it'll yeah, be it'll interesting be crowd hopefully they'll come out yeah interesting be, night oh dude black friday goes hard because everybody's home for the holidays so everybody dude it goes hard black friday goes hard um and, yeah, and, then, and and I need to talk to Matt because it seems like he's just doing like a reality TV show tour, like going through like these some of the ladies on the shows. <laughs> so I saw like I saw him on a commercial like for the Bradshaw show, like talking to Rachel. And they're oh, like, no yeah, shit? I was like, yeah, uh, this guy on a plane. I was like, that's fucking Matt. St- Matt what are you doing? What? I didn't know that. That's fucking yeah. Funny. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um, yeah. And then this weekend. This weekend uh, should be fun. Very. I am. I've been. This has been circled on the calendar for a long time. Ben Higgins' wedding. Uh, him and Jess are finally tying the knot. Two yes. years, three years engagement. Two years because they postponed. They should have been married this time last year. last year. Yeah, yeah but COVID. Yeah. So they postponed. Um, so this is a long time coming, and uh, it's gonna be fun. I just went and bought my suit today. Got a fire suit. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be interesting. Quite the reunion. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I've talked to a lot of people. There's so many people going. It's going to be a huge wedding. Yeah. People in my gym are going. Like, I didn't even know he was what? that close. Yeah, the three people from my gym. Who? I was like, <laughs> I don't know their names, okay? <laughs> I mean, I do know their names, but like, I, I didn't know they were that close because they're like, what are you doing? So I'm in Nashville. They're like, me too. And I'm like, you going for Ben Higgins? They're like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. So I used to be a huge wedding, dude. I used to be a huge yeah. wedding. Yeah. I have about three exes going, I think. Yeah. Four exes. Bigger news. You and your exes or you and Nick Vial again? what's what's gonna i hope i am seated with becca and nick and Kaylin. Well, there is there is no seating <laughs> to my knowledge i don't think it's pretty it's very ben like i love how ben does it like i think it's like open just 
food trucks, bars all over the place, like open field. Supposed yeah, to be fucking freezing too Saturday. Is it really? So, I don't even look. I think it's 48 degrees. Oh no. So it's gonna be a little chilly. I'm gonna bring a yeah, jacket for sure. Peacock um, for sure. Yeah, so I I don't think there's any pressure of like no. seating seating charts and yeah. no that's which I think more weddings are headed that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be fun to see a lot of people. I mean, Jared and Ashley are gonna be there. Yeah. I look forward to seeing Jared. Um, Dean, I'm sure there's gonna be other. It'll be great to see Dean. Dean, it'll be, it'll be a lot. I mean, people probably aren't even thinking about it too that are gonna be there. Yeah, <laughs> you know so. And all the people that went to the bachelor party. I can't wait to see how those guys are getting Oh, to. yeah, all the boys. Yeah. yeah, All the boys, all of his hometown hometown friends and stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. Um, yeah, anything else I'm missing here? Uh-huh. I'm just going to go ahead and kind of say this, announce this a little bit. So I know I said, and I'll, I'll post this on my Instagram. Now, I know I said I was doing the Charlotte Ride and Dirty, Caitlin's Tour, and the, in the Nashville I will not be making those two stops. Unfortunately, guys, uh, I got something else in the work. So I wasn't able to make that. So I'm going to put it on my Instagram too. But yeah, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. I got a ton of DMs about Charlotte, especially because I've never been there. Yeah. But I'm not going to make it. So I apologize so, so, so much. Um, yeah, it's a real bummer. But I'll post it on my Instagram too so people can see that because I don't want people showing up thinking I'm DJing. And then- but good news for some people, I might make an appearance. Because I'll have <laughs> right? nothing to fucking do. At which one? So, Natural? Probably, I don't know, maybe both. That's true because you're not going to go now. <laughs> I, I mean, I got my boy. If the Panthers have a game in Charlotte, I'll go see my boy uh, McCaffrey down there. Catch I, wonder the game. Who the, I wonder who the guest the, is going to be for Charlotte. Uh, I know who the one in Nashville is, but I don't want to say because they haven't announced it yet. Yeah. It's a really great one. It would have been such a fun podcast. God, it would have been so fun. Well, they're doing they're doing back-to-back weekends in Nashville, right? I know who was the second one, the 12th that I was supposed to do. She's, she's yeah. great. We'll be right back. All right, let's get in this. Let's get in this episode. Let's get in this episode. Uh, I don't know, man. I love Michelle so much, but man, these episodes—they're uh, just not doing it for. Dude, is it the guys? Am I just not like invested? What do you think about the season yeah, so far? I, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put my thoughts together here because yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of boring. It's like, man, it's got to yeah. pick up here soon, right? Yeah, and it's—I—I I, I don't know why. Like, I don't. It's not. I mean, even, I like some of the guys. Some of the guys are great. Yeah, but I'm not invested. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. That's the thing. I agree with you. I can't put my thoughts into words because it's like they haven't done anything wrong. Nothing different. Michelle's great. I don't know why. I'm just not like. Maybe you know what? Maybe I'm fucking burnt out, man. It's been <laughs> like four seasons in a row without a. Maybe that's what it is, dude. Maybe I'm just burnt out on Bachelor, and it's not stopping anytime soon. Oh, I know. <laughs> Two more seasons back to back. Maybe that's what it is, man. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, now that I think about it uh but yeah i mean this episode kind of starts out with caitlin and uh michelle chatting about kind of what happened last week um gauging i love the the and tasha's great at this too tasha and caitlin the mentor kind of mm-hmm. role they've, they've kind of found themselves in and um i think they do a great job and i think it's helping the lead at but time. not host no <laughs> i feel like she's a host they're the fucking host now but yeah as, as she they were clarified told, it yeah. not host they weren't air quotes because the then they'd have to pay them <laughs> yes host, the host money salary so they are not the host they are mentors big yeah, big they bump. are mentors fuckers <laughs> got abc um 
but yeah, so it, I always, I just like that dynamic. I think it's helping the, the bachelor a lot. I mean, I know Chris did that a little bit here and there, but it seems like every episode they're having, even a couple of times, like I think twice, maybe yeah, three like times. Like even in episode. the middle of the date, like yeah. you're just checking in. Like, yeah. So it's, been, it's cool to rattled. see. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, uh, so this episode, we get two one-on-ones in a group date. Mm-hmm. So they switched it up a little bit. And the first, um, the first one-on-one and, what do you do this come out of the blue for you what martin yeah well i, I, mean, I, I think not. you could kind of see it coming because he did kind of he has been there for her recently mm-hmm. uh you're right they had that really good moment last episode like before the top like, gun okay yeah. yeah yeah that's right mm-hmm. yeah. like he checked in on her i like martin i i did too until he kind of put his foot in his, the mouth here during this date like he did Jamie a bit so for, yeah we'll get into the night port or that was the day portion so they went yeah. they went racing they went racing, right? So they went, which looks like so much drifting. Yeah, racing and drifting. Oh, yeah. so much fun. So the only reason I don't see, dude, vibing wise, I see people who don't take themselves very seriously and are competitive and like funny. I feel like there were so many moments during this date where Martin could have been like, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, I'm yeah. going to take no, no mercy and like have fun with it. But he seemed so uptight the whole day. Well, and he, he couldn't even, he couldn't, uptight. he couldn't get the, the point of how it, to drift anyway. Cause yeah. like Michelle was almost like, what is he doing? Over yeah. There? And he wasn't he making spinning fun of in himself, circles. you know? Yeah. yeah. It, like uh, there was a lot of moments where I was like, yeah. they, it's, he missed, you know, yeah, he had misses. no fun with no. it at all. It seemed like he was so uptight and so worried. He was trying to be too smooth. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, it was still, I just looked like fun. She had, she had fun. Oh, <laughs> she yeah. was drifting and stuff. It seems like she has a good time in everything she does. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed um and then yeah so they go into a hot tub of course and this is what's interesting to me because martin i saw what he was trying to say but he did not do a good job of it well his, his words when he said jamie is a hell of a man and her face was just like um what yeah but see this is what he should have expressed more was he's not seeing what we're seeing he's not seeing what she's seeing he only saw the man in the house so maybe he was awesome in the house. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's what I think he should have expressed more like, hey, because like Michelle probably watching it back now was like, oh shit, Jamie lied this, lied there, lied there, fucked up there. That we saw, she probably didn't even know until it aired. So that's, I wish he would have expressed that more. Been like, listen, the guy I saw in the house, because I'll never forget, man. I, you know how many questions I got about Garrett after the likes on social media and stuff came out and everybody was questioning like, what did you think of Garrett? My answer was always, that's not the Garrett I knew in the house. You know, uh, that's not what I, pre- you know, he presented to us. That's not the man I know. So I guess, you know, moving forward, we'll see. Like that was the, always what I would say. And I think that's what he was trying to say, but it did not come off good, dude. And Michelle's demeanor just fucking changed. Yeah. She was just like, mm, interesting. She always got a defensive. Like I thought she got a little defensive. Um, Cause there was a moment she was like, well, it's, you know, are you second guessing my decision like i think she said something to that effect and martin was like oh, oh. <laughs> I fucked yeah. up." <laughs> so there, yeah i mean there, there seems like there seems to be like a lot of questioning herself going on like yeah. amongst all the guys every episode in every date almost it's interesting so i'm glad you said that because i want to i was going to talk about it a little later but she's almost getting a i'm not confident at it like i feel like she, Which, her narrative is almost like i'm not a confident woman which is weird because she comes off and can command her room incredibly well, but it seems like she's always like, are the guys even into me? The but guys I think are that guessing goes to me. Her... The guys are questioning my character. I think that goes to her poem and stuff. Like she 
yeah, she clearly has like some probably mental hurdles somewhere. Yeah, I think she's and it got definitely some, is coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I think she's got some insecurities because she talked about how she was kind of a bit of an ugly duckling growing up and how mm-hmm. she was only worried about oh. sports. She didn't really have a boyfriend in high school. So I think there's some insecurities that are coming out. And I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But it's just interesting because it does seem like, wait, what's going? Like, she just seems always like, do the guys even like me? Yeah. <laughs> or they're second-guessing my yeah. decisions. And it, 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 that really shows in the later in the, episode, the group yeah. date, the next group date with the slumber yeah. party where she's just like not feeling like she's being seen at all. Yeah, so we can jump in. So Martin got the group date, Rose. Or the, yeah, the one-on-one. The one-on-one and, and, and like big props to Martin too. Like his vulnerability and speaking out about how he struggles with communication and showing mm-hmm. his emotions with how he was brought up, which is mm-hmm. completely opposite of how she was. Mm-hmm. And like if there is no communication amongst your family, like I didn't have that growing up. There was no like mm-hmm. words of encouragement or acknowledgement or like openly speaking about your feelings. So I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Where you are, like, I know your background, like, you have a great family. You guys are fucking all open books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you, yeah. The show well, helped a lot, honestly. Yeah, I so does alcohol with yeah, your family. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I talked about that because I, because you're right. It is, it does take a lot to, and it takes a lot to talk about your family. Like, I mean, even if here on the podcast, you know, for you, mm-hmm. like, it's, it can, Imagine doing it on national television. You know what I mean? Like it's oh. very hard, you guys. Yeah. I wouldn't be hard. able to formulate a sentence. I'd cry the whole time. Dude, I had going into my hometowns where I talked about my parents' divorce and everything. I had so much anxiety because it's hard. It's putting yourself out there is one thing, but talking about your family and putting them out there is another. And there's a lot of anxiety, and a lot of stress about it. So it takes a lot um, to do that. Uh, Cause I talked about how my family there for a while, would, we brushed things under the rug. We wouldn't really talk about things, but being on the show helped us. Um, so yeah, you're right. It was shout out to Martin, a uh, cool conversation and one that needed to be had for sure. Uh, and explains a lot about Martin, I think. And I think Michelle's going to know him more. And, and I think that explained on. a lot about maybe like his having Jamie's back earlier in the day. Cause like he was open, like, I don't know how to like convey my words. My delivery isn't the greatest all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I, yeah, definitely was Which in that hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I could see what he was trying to get to, but yeah. Michelle was like, well, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he gets screwed or the one-on-one rose so he's safe for the week which is cool uh so yeah let's get to this group date man because this was an interesting group date um again another competition group date which is which is fine but it was also another group date this has like become a theme i feel like the last few seasons where the winning team gets to see michelle and the losing team has to go home and doesn't get the night portion of the date so they obviously don't get as much time as the other guys so these guys were super competitive. They they made some teddy bears. Yeah, build a bear, um, twister. Build a bear. <laughs> Huge teddy bears. That was, yeah. the best. I was, I was actually a fun date. Of I love course, a giant snacks. Size teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, um, but the whole theme kind of throughout the date, guys, was and this happens. This happens where the bro the bros bro out. The bros bro yeah. out, and they're they're having fun. Um, and that and it kind of happens always about this time. I'll never forget when we were in Virginia. This is about third or fourth week. You get really comfortable with each other and you you do become friends. You become friends and you do just kind of want to chill out with the boys. And Michelle was hurt. She's like, nobody, why? Like at one point she even looked at producers like, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Like, what am I even here for? Um, Cause they were just broing out the whole time. And yeah, you got I, Nate over there just chilling with his bear. 
But yeah, not one person said any, even acknowledged she was in the room. Dude, at one point, Clayton like punched that dude in the yeah. stomach because yeah. they oh. were bored. Like, what was that? And that's a hell of a nickname, too. Swalu Olu. That yeah, dude, it is swole. He is swole. Yeah, it like, dude, he took Clayton's a massive human being, and he dude, took he that took punch it. like it was nothing. Dude, and he took it high. Yeah. Like yeah. another three inches higher, the- he breaks his sternum, bro. Yeah. He punched him in the stomach, Clayton. Fuck. Nope, yeah. Like knocked him out. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It was just funny seeing the guys bro out. Like, yeah, it just, yeah. and Michelle's like, the fuck is going I'm the bachelorette. You know? like, and it wasn't like a guys. bad bro out. They were just having fun. No, they were just like, having fun. Yeah. But literally she's like, she, at one point she was like calling guys over like Clayton, come here. Yeah. Like, come here. And he was uh, like, who me? Yeah. Wow. What do you want me to talk to me for? <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So then, like I said, that does happen on occasion. Cause you do become really good friends and you're just having fun. Um, so the well, you whole kind of have to in that atmosphere too, yeah, right? Because you spend twenty four seven together. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. And and it, it does become kind of weird, where it's like you don't want to grab her to piss off the because you are friends now. So it's yeah. like you know it becomes this weird thing of like I don't want to be that you know the dick who grabs her and when the other guys and it's a weird, very weird dynamic, guys, all like, the way through up and down. I feel like it, that's been more present on this season, noticing that. Mm-hmm. Because most other seasons, you'll have that one or two guys that like always, yes, getting vibing for her attention. But here, it's like, yeah, no one wants to take that first step forward to like Mm -hmm. be like that that masculine one that's like, I'm gonna go get my girl right now. We don't really have that villain, quote unquote, if you will, because there's always that. Like Demi was that. That's kind of weird. Jordan was that on my season. That's really considered Uh, a villain. Like it is by the other people in the house. The it is for the other people in the house. Like, That's remember when that one girl saw saw Colton like five times in the same night or whatever? Like, she's a villain. You know what I mean? Like, it is yeah. it is considered a villain. Wasn't that Demi or no? No, it was, she went home oh. that night. One like I don't remember her name. Uh, but yeah. So the whole point of this date though, then is they have like a pe- pillow fight with the teddy bears. Yeah. Um, competition and the winning team. It's blue versus red, and the winning team gets to see Michelle the rest of the night. Dude, there was some, some of these dudes took some fucking hits man clayton's just a huge human being swallow olo's huge all these dudes some of these dudes are giant man um did nate lose oh will went in on nate yeah he's a big guy yeah did terrible during the basketball day did terrible during this is this guy athletic like i mean how does a six foot eight dude miss a layup (laughs) (laughs) it's like michelle like (laughs) she's this athlete and then nate looks like one it's like is he like i don't know if he is or not that's kind of funny. Um, no offense, Nate. <laughs> yeah, not at all. But that's no, a no, no, waste. No, no, that's like a you. waste of hype. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, give me some of that. Yeah, those inches. Um, so yeah, Clayton. It kind of ended. So I guess the whole the big thing was against was it Olo and uh, that was the last. No, one. it was uh, the finale. Was it Chris? No. Was it Chris? No, I can't remember now. Fuck. But it came down to like the big one at the end. No, it was the little guy. It was the little guy. Um, they were oh, like, Brandon. like a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, my, like, my guy, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, he looks like a built like a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> they were. It was pretty funny. They were like, he's built like a fourteen-year-old, and they said uh, somebody else is built like a toothpick or whatever. But can we talk about when uh, Swolo Olo takes his shirt off and Kendall or Kendall, oh, Caitlin, Tasha, and yeah. Michelle's head all fucking. <sighs> They're a, little, yeah. they're a little verklempt, if <laughs> you will. All three of them fucking their necks are like, Voop. um, so that was pretty funny. But so this red team ends up winning, you know, they go down to the to the night portion of the date. Um, 
dude, what happened in that portion? I can't even remember. I mean, she uh, she pretty much addresses the group and explains to her. Oh, yeah, you're right. I want to be feel seen, right? She kept saying yeah. that. It's like the theme and of she the, wants the... She wants her effort to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I'm putting in all the work. You guys aren't. I want to feel seen. I don't feel seen right now. So literally every guy pulls her and makes sure she's seen, she but, is seen. Like, but Olu, I feel like Olu was like the hero of this night portion because mm-hmm. that really hit him hard mm-hmm. yeah he was like crying. the story of his sisters and yeah he was yeah he got emotional yeah yeah he got very emotional um which is cool to see i mean uh, we love a jack dude who can get emotional well and um, i think it's because like he saw that with her, his sisters he explained like he so he's wanted to make sure that he heard her he understands her and mm-hmm. he does see her mm-hmm. yeah so and she even came back to the group and said i want to thank you guys because mm-hmm. i do now feel seen um so it was cool uh and the group date rose uh, sometimes it's not the worst thing to do to tell your man what you want sometimes either like if we don't notice something yes yeah that's positive practice like that should be what you do yeah 100% 99% of the time we don't know you're upset or we don't know what you want. we're not mind readers like if you're upset at us tell us yeah (laughs) and we'll fix it yeah um who got the group date rose again? Was it uh, Olu? Was it Olu? Yeah, so I thought. Yeah. Okay. So Olu gets group date rose, which is I think is his first. What's his first, first rose? Yeah, his first rose. It's the Olu first one that there. Brandon hasn't gotten. Yeah, Brandon keeps getting those. Was getting those group date roses. Um, so that was cool to see. Uh, Olu gets it, and then we go on to the second one-on-one, which is Rick. I like Rick. I like Rick. Uh, he seems like I, even before this date, I was a Rick fan. Um, he seems very laid back and chill he hasn't really gotten in any drama he's kind of just been like doing his own thing and worrying about michelle which is always the right strategy um, and, and he's brought in the conflict to her in a positive way yeah as well like yeah no he's done a good like job. when he called out jamie that's right like it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't drama filled like he did it appropriately and mm-hmm. you know with mm-hmm. taste and needed it to be done like it yeah. needed to be done kind of thing out of nowhere uh so yeah I, th- I think he's done a great job yeah with you know with the only conversation he's had with the men, but obviously, obviously Michelle. Um, so they go on this date. They ride a gondola up to the top of this mountain. Gorgeous. I mean, that looked amazing. Um, and then they have, they were writing down wishes, right? Was it wishes? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was wishes. Yeah, it was like right? a wish box. They found. A wish box. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, the wish they pull out of the box is, uh, I wish my father could see the person I've become. Mm-hmm. Trigger, like, Rick lost his father, what did you say, three years ago? Three years before, you know. That's intense. And the, uh, listen, do I think maybe that was the only wish in that box? Probably. Like, I think this was probably a plant by producers. Well, they, okay. they opened, like, four or five wishes. That was the last one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, obviously, this was a conversation that was going to be had um but man it just i could see the like instantly in rick's face like whoa um that was intense we obviously you know talk about it more at the night portion but um he seems like a great guy he just seems like a great guy humble um and somebody who i think michelle we talked about a little bit there's these certain people that just relax her and there's no drama and she can just have a good time and escape with because obviously it's very stressful for the lead and i think he's one of them does he kind of remind you at all of what Zach was in Tasha season? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good comparison. Um, 
Yeah, that's a good comparison. I'm trying to think because I'm trying to remember like Zach. I just remember like the end. Because Zach was just like so chill, blue collar. Like, yeah, I'm just here. I make my time worth it whenever I get it. Mm-hmm. And she'll see me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and the I'm only not worried thing, or jealous. And Yeah. The only thing difference is I think Zach and Tasha's was way more intense of a connection. But maybe Michelle and Rick will get there. Obviously, mm-hmm. still, it's so early. We'll be right back. Yeah, they go to the night portion state, and that's where he tells a story about his father and, um, and whoa, basically man, him finding I mean, ending yeah their relationship. Like, yeah. wow. And then, oof, yeah, uh, it was very intense. Uh, Michelle handled it very well. There were some tears from both. Um, yeah, I mean, I listen. I can't really sit here and talk about this and what he's feeling, what he was going through, because I've never, I've never really, obviously, been in that situation. Um, I've never lost, honestly, I've, I've been lucky enough to never really lose even grandparents yet. So, um, I, and can't, I couldn't, I just can't compare Like I can't yeah. talk about too much. Yeah. And I couldn't even imagine just like what kind of courage that takes to, to go to your mom and say, Hey, dad's cheating on you. Mm-hmm. Super intense. Like, um, wow. Yeah. Very, very, very hard. Um, yeah. He's just like, I'm trying to catch, oh, dude, yeah, that whole yeah. story where he was like, I'm just trying to catch my breath. Like, oh. Some, yeah, some things are just not meant to really probably be just spoken on. Like, yeah, yeah. But so I, so that's, it's okay, not so our, it's not our place yeah. to do that, like okay, whatsoever. And listen, I want, cause I know I saw some, you know, comments out there and everything, or, you know, there will be a lot out there. Um, why do certain people talk about certain things on the show? You know, why are people talking about incredibly, traumatic events and this is what i always say because i get asked all the time like why did you talk about your family why did you talk about the school shooting why did you blah, blah, blah. and not only obviously i've talked about the environment super intense you need to talk about these things but this is a woman you think you might get engaged with you know in a few weeks like in two months so it is everything on the table this is who i am this is why i am who i am and, you know and this is my family and these are my this is my baggage if yeah. you will so that is why these intense conversations happen. I know people are like, this is inappropriate. There are certain conversations you don't have. Bullshit. Those are conversations you have with your future wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, the, you can't judge these men and women on The Bachelor for telling stories like that. Because Especially you can like have in, that conversation. In real life, you know, yeah, you'd get to that at some point, like exactly. four or five dates down. But you don't have that time on a show. Nope. And yep. that lead is looking for you to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because they have a choice to make in a matter of weeks, not, not months. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to know who you are unless you yeah. do that. Otherwise you're honestly, you're yeah. almost lying. Like you're almost not being honest with them. Yeah. They think you're one person, but they don't really know you. So yeah, I mean, it's a very important to have those conversations. So mm-hmm. you can't judge people for having and opening up almost too much yeah. at times because I mean, they you gotta, to you it. gotta let people know what, what has molded yeah. you to become the man that you are a woman you are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, so it's great. We all have it was, a story. It was an important, yes, exactly, amen. It's an important conversation. Uh, and then Rick goes on to basically say he's he's falling in love with Rochelle. I would not have guessed Rick was going to be the first person to say it, more or less. You, yeah. Do you, mean, think, do you think sometimes, like, you're just wrapped up in that moment or, like, off the, the, the heaviness of emotions you just shared? Like, oh, my God, I just told a woman I said this or I just sh- shared this with, with her. I, like, yeah. she's special. 
So yes. And not only is it that you're wrapped up in the emotions and you know, that the environment and everything, but also he may not get another chance for weeks. So it's, I will never forget when I was on, when I was in Vegas, when I told uh, Beck, I, I was falling over there. I remember I didn't, I was falling in love with her, but I didn't want to tell her because I thought it was going to scare her. And a producer, my producer was like, listen, I know it seems crazy and fast, but if you're feeling it, you need to tell her now. You cannot wait next week. There may not be next week. So it's like, shit, you're right. Yeah. So you ha- you do, ha- when you're feeling it, you say it. And I think he was feeling it and he did say it. And even Michelle was like, I did not expect that. Yeah. <laughs> like she was like, well, okay. You, okay, Rick. You're um, pretty so much yeah. doing everything opposite than real life. Yes, exactly. 100%. <laughs> in real life, if you told me you follow me in four weeks, back, you're crazy. See ya. <laughs> this Lock is your weird. Number, <laughs> Yeah, so stage five clinker. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> man. So it is, it's a, it's a, it's a different environment, man. Um, and of course, he gets the rose. She's seems the whole time he's saying all these things, she is just fucking smitten. The like smile she has and the way she's looking at him, I'm like, whoa, okay. Like she is feeling Rick, man. She is feeling Rick. Um, and I, I'm feeling him too, man. I'm feeling him. I think he might sneak into the top four, dude. You might. Yeah, well, I'm gonna at the end of this. I want to get your top five current predictions. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. So uh, Rick, it's the one-on-one rose. Not a surprise. Uh, so let's get into this. Uh, I, I actually got a lot to say about this cocktail party, man. I swear, every week there's a different guy who fucking all of a sudden pops. Well, it just off. seems like all the drama comes at the fucking cocktail party. Yeah, too, every single season. one. It seems like you're right. This season, you're you're right. Every every fucking <laughs> one. Uh, so the drama this this uh, episode of this cocktail party. For the rose ceremony is Chris S. Um, this seems so out of the. Why blue would you me. even steal her moment, dude? It seems so out of the blue to me. Like, I don't even. What was he even trying to say? I mean, obviously he brought out Nate he, and was like, "Listen, Nate thinks he's got this in the bag or whatever." And he said, "You know, you." I don't think he knows what he was trying to say because when he was confronted, he couldn't say anything. It so, oh yeah, when he was confronted by Nate. Yeah, like yeah, oh, I don't, no. I don't think he knows what he's still trying to say. No. I think he was just creating. I don't even know how did it come up. Like I'm trying to think back, how did it even come up? Like it just came out of. I feel like it came out of. Nowhere. Oh, it was because uh, he he was hearing the rumblings in the house of that group date that she wasn't being seen. Mm, you're right, and she he was said basically like he's not surprised or whatever that's yeah. yeah 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 okay. Uh, but the one guy he zeroed in on was Nate saying like Nate said, you know, he got, didn't get the group or the one-on-one. He said he wasn't worried. Yeah. And Which you know, that's, he, he, that is, is that completely normal. Yeah. That is completely normal. Listen, it's it good is, to be confident. Yes. And he can be like, yeah. there's certain guys in the house that cannot be confident. Nate got the first impression of those guys. He could be as confident as he fucking wants. I mean, he won the hat trick that first night. Yeah. Yeah. That, if anything, he could be the mo- one of the most confident four, week four guys of all time. Like he ha- And he's had great conversations. Yeah. With every I mean, time. they've ran away. Like yeah. they've done, like they have a connection. Like, so, and that, yeah, that's what I, I want to get at. Cause I was so frustrated. Cause it's like, it was this a isn't total, a big deal. This it was is a not total, a big deal. Total desperation move on Chris's part there. I feel. But I didn't even like the way Michelle like kind of went at him like, oh, you think you got this in the bag? You're... Like, listen, he's confident. He's confident in your relationship. He's not being mm-hmm. cocky. I'm a badass. He's like being I'm confident in who we are. Yeah, I don't and get cockiness from have. him like really no, at all. Like... Me neither. I think he's just so confident with that. And that is perfectly normal. And I, I've said this before. People know, guys, people know pretty early who the top four are going to be. And everybody in that house knows Nate's going top four. Nate is hometown material. 
And it's, it's, and he knows that, you know, I was never worried that I wasn't going to get a rose until the very end. I literally, there was, I think it was to go to hometowns. No, it was to go to the Bahamas. I got the last rose and I walked into the, the, whatever ITM and the producer was like, were you worried you're not getting a rose? I was like, no, like I knew I was getting you. And if that's what I knew what my relationship with Becca was. So this was blown out of proportion. Chris has, I don't know what he was like. I just think you're right. It was a fucking hail Mary. He's frustrated because he's not, he doesn't feel as strongly about his relationship with Michelle and Nate does. If anyone's cocky, it's that little fucker. Yeah. Like yeah. his, he's so arrogant about yeah. all this, man. I'm just, I mean, I get that rose number, turn around, and I'm a Which, point to Olu. I fucking didn't. wish you would have, dude. I uh, wish you would have been so well, savage. Yeah, it would have been savage moves. He just but... points and fucking winks. Oh, I would have been savage as fuck, dude. I, I wanted know. him to do it. I want, and Olu would have. <laughs> that asshole oh, tightened up real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted him to do it so bad, but he didn't. Uh, but he did. I wasn't. So obviously, you know, she then confronts Nate uh, about the whole thing, and Nate was Nate was. He, I, I thought he, he handled it well. Surprised. He didn't get, def- he, but he didn't get defensive. Like no. I don't think he was. Yeah, he was just kind of like, okay, like well, that's his confidence. Yeah, and he yeah, was I like, hear okay, you. I hear. Yeah, exactly. He was like, I hear you. My bad. Like that's not how I feel. I don't want you to think that's how I feel. I have this in the bag, and it's your prize to win. Blah blah blah. So then he goes to confront Chris, and yeah, <laughs> Chris was babbling. He was kind of confused on what he said. He just kept saying like, "Are you done? Are you done? Are we finished? Are we anything. finished? Are we really? finished?" He said, nothing. "Started walking away." Yeah. I don't think he did know what to say. Like, I genuinely think he was like, I fucked up, you know? And he was like, I, well, he started out being like, I didn't mean to, you know, single you out, man. And I, I'm, I'm just thinking about Michelle. It's like, no, you're not. You did single him out. You meant to. And you're thinking about the other guys and talking about the other guys to Michelle. It's like, I don't know, man. He was spinning. He was spinning, doing some donuts. I just donuts don't understand. Sure. I, is that a producer thing you think at this point? Because how do guys or females at this point not know you don't do that right like talk to the talk to the lead about yeah there, yeah like it's yeah man i mean <laughs> i mean this show has been around long enough it's like you should know mm-hmm. like that's number one no no probably like yeah and, and honestly yeah i guarantee you so this is what happens with these producers too when it comes to things like this this isn't like a suddenly the producers like hey you should go they've been talking about it probably all week all week they sat down at itm and the producer hinted at what do you think about Nate like reacting the way he did when he when he didn't get the one on one? Like it's kind of cocky, don't you think? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just build it, build it, build it, build it until you're right at the boiling point, and then they send you into Michelle and they say, go talk to Michelle about Nate. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But it's not like they were like they didn't say you know like you have to. It was like they they're so good at their jobs. They'll they'll feed you, feed you, feed you, and tell you all of a sudden you think it's your idea. <laughs> do you think <laughs> like, it's kind of yeah? I was gonna say, do you yeah. think they manipulate the situation where it's like, okay, Chris was probably gonna go home that rose ceremony but they're like hey you bring this up we might keep you around and tell michelle like hey we'll get you one more week here bud mm-hmm. so good question and, and i don't know if they act so I've, I've heard that they actually literally do say that to some people like hey if you do this we'll keep you around another week i didn't never happen to me uh you know and it never even ha- i never even saw it actually happen but i've heard that um so i don't know maybe they did maybe like because it does always seem like it's the guys on the bubble who's or people on the bubble who yeah. create drama mm-hmm. yeah and but I will say, I again, you guys, the lead Michelle is only seeing what you know, what you know, what she sees. Like she's not seeing what we're seeing, so she doesn't know that Chris. Maybe she thought Chris was doing right the right thing, you know, by yeah. coming to her. So I wasn't shocked he got the rose. I was pretty sure he was going to get the rose. Um, he did. I was shocked. Were you? Because I thought because like Will went home, and I was like I, I thought Will was going to stick around for a, a little bit longer. 
I did too. I thought Will was going to stick around too, but I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but I did not see Chris going home. Cause like I said, she saw like, Hey, this guy's looking out for me, you know? Um, yeah. So Chris is, who ends up going home tonight? This week? Yes, again, I uh, Romeo, Will, and Romeo. Chris G. Dude, I feel like we did not get to see enough of Romeo. That seemed, that yeah. dude seems fun and interesting. He's like, just a, seemed like, like a sharp like a, dude. Yeah. Isn't he like a, uh, is it wall street financial guy oh York, i thought he maybe? was like or it yeah something super impressive uh i feel like yeah i feel like you're robbed of some romeo screen time but i feel like he he might be in dude i just thought about this paradise next year is gonna be nuts yeah one group of girls and two group of girls one group of guys dang it's be a lot of girls because we have oh, two bachelor right. seasons yeah because katie oh. season was on the beach that's right yeah so we're gonna Ooh, interesting 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 they're not gonna have abundance of women and not enough guys um, so will we see you there then mm. i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> um mm. oh preview what is, so dude before i get in the preview again another episode zero clayton what the fuck is going on <laughs> dude what the fuck is going on how is this man our bachelor yeah i'm so what the fuck what they must be saving something really big in the next week or two right like dude, or they're protecting him i don't know like it's bizarre i am zero percent invested in clayton right now in his love story and yeah. just him seems like a great guy listen he seems nice the guys my... like him yeah I'm he so wouldn't confused. even be in my top five. No, dude, I know. And I thought he's got to make hometowns, right? He's got to. He's got to be top three, four. Has to be. So bizarre, man. And then going into the preview, he doesn't get a date next week. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on, man? His season starts in like a month. He I'm must just, have paid ABC dude, a lot of money I, to be on the show. Like, I am so <laughs> shook right now. I don't what the fuck? Like, I could understand some of these other guys have gotten screen time, but man, it's just bizarre to me because it looks like next week um nate gets his one-on-one and joe gets his one-on-one and then there's a group date that's what it looked like from the preview and i was like what the hell is going on man so yeah i maybe they got some crazy strategy moving you know i, I don't know man. So, yeah well, he's got something on abc and Purdue. he's got something dude i don't know it's just it's on. weird <laughs> but yeah i mean i guess we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed to get some screen time of clayton so that we can at least root for him here in a month because right now i do not care that is definitely and that's no offense to clayton that's not his fault i just am not invested in clayton right now it's definitely not going to be the most dramatic season of the bachelor ever with clayton (laughs) as the bachelor the one thing you need as a lead is the audience to want you to fall in love to be invested hey look he got his heart broken or hey he's an awesome person you want like you watch the show to watch that person find their person, and then right now I'm like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, like and you have to have a personality to carry yeah. a show, a whole season. Bizarre, man. and keep I'm people just... invested and interested. I'm shook, man. So we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe in the coming weeks. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning so who, in. Uh, well, no, I oh, want to get. The the, I want to. Yeah, because I I have some sleepers. I think are going to go far. Still, right, you want me to go first? Then all right, all right. I'm yeah, yeah. Who you got top five? So I got Nate, Joe. Top two. Those are my top two right now. I have Leroy sneaking in, man. I have Leroy wow. sneaking. Yeah, I know. That's a That's shocker. my sleeper. I have Leroy sneaking in there. And then I have, dude, I have Rick. Rick. So we see different on a couple. Yeah, what do you see? So, I, so my top three are Joe, Nate, and obviously Clayton, just because it has to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, four, 100% Rodney, I think, is going for like top four. 
Who? And then I see five, six. Like you could take either one of them. Is they're going to be Rick or Brandon? So, oh, so you think Roddy's a sneak in there? I think I he think for sure Clayton. is top four. <laughs> really? I do. So I do too, but I, I, I think Rick sneaks in. I think Rick is in there. Because I think five, five is either going to be Rick or Brandon for me. Dude, I'm Because I've had Brandon think... since day one. Dude, I'm in that to top think... five. I'm starting to think five's Clayton, man. I'm really? I mean, Clayton. he. I, which is going to be really weird because it's like mm-hmm. he, there would be nothing told about him going into his season Mm-mm. if he doesn't. And part of me, though, is like, are they downplaying his relationship with her because the, everybody knows he's not going to win? So why waste screen time on him? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's yeah, it's kind of weird. Strategy is, dude. I cannot figure it out. Because there has to be a lot of film of him and her somewhere that we're, that's just edited out to save yeah. whatever it is for his. Maybe they literally were like, we're not going to show Clayton because you guys know he doesn't win. So why waste screen time on him? So then all of a sudden he's a match. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> weird, 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 weird. But we'll see. We'll see. So those, we got our top four. Um, so we'll see how that plays out, man. It's kind of an interesting. Um, other than Joe and Nate, I think it's kind of up in the air. But I think Joe and Nate are pretty solid. One, two, oh, yeah. Yeah. Solid one, two, three. All right, cool. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Go like, subscribe, five-star, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Behind the Rose.